going to talk to you today on my views of leaving a legacy. Um, and I'm, I, I want to say, first of all, I'm humbled to be in the presence of this audience and to be given the chance to speak to you uh, this morning. As I indicated, at my age, I have become in, increasingly um, of the mind to think about a legacy and how I could have and, and can still do better with it. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12-13 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. What is a legacy? Webster's New World Dictionary defines it as money or property left to someone by a will, a bequest, <coughs> anything handed down from an ancestor. And despite the admonitions of God's Word, I find that I conduct myself at times in a manner that could be construed as leaving a negative legacy. What do you think about when you hear the word legacy? The legacy left to us by our founding fathers in embarking on the experiment of democracy? or the legacy of a free world granted to us by the greatest generation by their participation in World War II. And, and these are indeed legacies that have impacted all our lives and in fact have impacted everyone in the world. But we also leave a legacy to everyone in our lives and, and that is in its own way equally important as it influences those close to us for better or worse. And um, I challenge you to think today that perhaps it does not occupy our thoughts as much as it should, as I believe that thinking about a legacy can have a significant act, um, impact on how we conduct ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, perhaps, as I said earlier, it's not until we get to uh, the realization that this existence on earth is um, going to end at some point, that we can focus on what it is that we will be leaving behind. And, and I have asked myself the question and frequently ask it, have I done what I came here to do? And the answer to that question will be different for each of us. And there are different types of legacies. There's a professional legacy. As a civil and criminal trial lawyer in various capacities for the past 30 plus years, I have pondered whether I've left a positive legacy on the legal profession. Did I represent those without a fee that were in need? And upon reflection on that, I could have done and can do more. <coughs> Did I exercise my professional judgment in, a, in an appropriate manner by not bringing cases to court that were without sufficient merit? Did I advance the ethics of the legal profession as an officer of the court? Did I make it a more collegial environment among lawyers by my behavior? 
these are questions that I ask myself and as I look to the future think of how I can improve on that. There's also a personal legacy. And Pericles, a prominent and influential statement in ancient Greece said, what you leave behind is not what is engraved on stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. And I'm going to again challenge you to think about the, the easier path is to play small and not contribute what you are here to give. You all have a unique and powerful aspect to you that nobody else has. And without your developing and giving of your unique gift, the world will not have that as a transformational tool. When I think of personal legacy, what comes to mind for me is mentoring. Who has helped you in your life through their words of wisdom? How did that change your life? Were there moments in your life when you wish someone would have offered up their knowledge to you? And, of course, that does not necessarily mean that you would have listened to that, to that wisdom. Uh, I, I, for one, uh, had a major when I was in the Marine Corps as a young lieutenant that suggested to me that uh, I would make a good officer. And um, he, he encouraged me to pursue a career as a military uh, officer in the Marine Corps. And I ultimately chose another course, but uh, in hindsight, perhaps it would have been a, a better course for me. But what he did for me was he gave me the opportunity to consider that other path and, and forced me to consider it. From my position now in the Delaware Air National Guard and as a senior attorney in a law firm, I have immense opportunities to mentor uh, young airmen as well as young lawyers. And uh, I, I get resistance to it sometimes. They don't always want to hear it. As I was as a young lieutenant, I thought I knew better. Um, but I think we need to overcome that resistance. We have to anticipate it and we have to push through it. And we have to give our wisdom to the younger generation. And, and again, this is an area where I believe I, I have not done enough and I am challenging myself to improve on it. When have you been a mentor? And how could this have potentially changed a life? The point that I'm trying to make to you here this morning is don't hold back. Share your wisdom. You never know the impact that you are going to have with your words. And the bonus is, in my view, that the more you give generally, the more you get back. Professional tennis player Arthur Ashe said, from what we get, we can make a living. What we give, however, makes a life. I also want to talk about uh, living in the present, because I think this is a very important part of leaving a legacy to those around us. One among many things I learned by necessity during my two deployments overseas is the value of living in the present. <coughs> there were times when my mantra was day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute. I had to focus on getting through the next minute or hour because I didn't have or lacked the strength to get beyond that. However, in the calmer, more restrained environment of home, we have the luxury of looking ahead. But it also permits us to not live in the present if we choose. 
Dr. George Sheehan, a U.S. Navy veteran cardiologist and author, said, there are those of us who are always about to live. We are waiting until things change, until there is more time, until we are less tired, until we get a promotion, until we settle down, until, until, until. It always seems if there is some major event that must occur in our lives before we begin living. As one of those, uh, myself, who is closer to the end than the beginning, I feel a sense of urgency. And I feel more compelled to live in the moment. I became acutely aware that ours is a finite existence during the many fallen warrior ceremonies I attended during my deployments to the war zone. I vividly recall being present for one such ceremony in which the remains of two fallen Marines in flag draped coffins were taken off a C-130 cargo plane that had arrived from the front and were then taken aboard a C-17 to be flown home to the States. This experience further drove home the importance of living in the moment to me. Living in the moment requires us to develop that sense of urgency, to assess how we are or are not influencing those around us in a positive way. I also want to speak for a moment about regret. When, when you hear the term regret, it is usually thought of as a troubled feeling or remorse over something that has happened, especially over something that one has done or left undone. I submit to you, however, that regret has been given a bad name. You can use regret in a positive fashion. According to psychiatrist Irvin Yalom in his book, Staring at the Sun, regret can be used in a constructive manner. Properly used, regret is a tool that can help you take actions to prevent its further accumulation. You can examine regret both by looking behind and by looking ahead. If you turn your gaze to the future, you experience the possibility of either amassing more regret or living relatively free of it. Dr. Yalom suggests that you imagine yourself one year or five years in the future and think of the new regrets that will have piled up in that period. Then pose the question to yourself, how can you live now without building new regrets? What do you have to change in your life? Why is leaving a legacy important? Here are what I believe to be a few reasons. The legacy, the legacy we leave is part of the ongoing foundation of life. Those who came before us left us the world that we now live in. Those who come after us will only have the world that we leave them. We are stewards of this world and we have a calling in our lives to leave it better than we have found it. Even, even if that seems like our own individual part is very small. According to Mahatma Gandhi, as human beings our greatness lies not so much in being able to remake the world as in being able to remake ourselves. What we do affects others. Our lives have the power to create good or to purvey evil. In my view, it is important that we choose to do good. 
and I believe it is an act of responsibility to leave a positive legacy. Because of the power of our lives and the legacies we leave, it is a great responsibility to choose to leave a positive legacy. All good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies, both professional, personal, or otherwise, that will take the next generation to a level that we could only imagine. I truly believe that what makes us, in part, honorable and good people is to have a foundational part of our lives based on the goal of leaving a positive legacy. There's another value to leaving a legacy and, and making that a significant part of our lives, and that is that it breaks the downward pull of selfishness that I believe can be inherent in all of us. When we strive to leave a positive legacy, we are acting with a selflessness that can only be for the good. Yes, one can work hard to earn money so that when he or she dies, a building is named after them, but that is not the type of legacy that I am referring to here this morning. I am talking about a legacy that will make life better for the people in our lives now and in the future, not about our own fame and recognition, but about helping others. To build that which will last beyond us through our relationships with others is selfless. And living with that in mind breaks the power of selfishness. How we live our lives, in my view, is critically important. And I want to challenge everyone here in this room today, as I pledge to challenge myself, to take a look at how you live. I challenge you to think deeply about your life and how you live it and how it is affecting your legacy, whether that be large, small, or otherwise. Walt and, and Pastor Charlie, thank you again for giving me the opportunity to, to speak to this illustrious audience today and to, to uh, listen to my philosophical ramblings. 